Nico, we're rolling, everybody. All right. You're just gonna, okay, cool. Uh, yes, hello. Uh, this is Lonely Highway Studios. Hello? Hello? Uh, yeah, you, you reach Lonely Highway. What's up? This is, this is, uh, a day's better taxi service. A taxi service? Yeah, I need a ride to the, the hospital. Oh, uh, I, you know what? I, I think we can provide that here at Lonely Highway. Gonna be honest with you. It's something we provide. Lonely Highway? Oh, I'm not going to Lonely Highway. Well, that's the only I'm, way. There's only one I've way to there. go. Only one I've been way. Been there a time or two. <laughs> You've been on the lonely highway a time or two, have you? You poor thing. Oh yeah, back in my prime. Oh yeah. Now, what? Where are you looking for a ride to tonight? I think we might be able to help you. I need to. I need to get my medicine and some warm milk for my nap nap. You got to take your nap nap, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. I got to take my nap nap before it's party time. I'll tell you what, it's party time right now. Um, is there any chance we can get you to come on over to the studio? We're looking for uh, a guest tonight for our program, and um, so far we haven't had any luck. Studio? Well, uh, like an art studio? Yeah, it's kind of like an art studio, but the art is in your ears. You know, back in 1942, I saw this great art exhibit. In New York City. Oh, go and on. There was paintings and drawings all over the wall. Please describe it in great detail. Okay. Uh, there was some uh, brush strokes and some uh, paper strokes. Oh, what's a paper stroke? And some uh, brain strokes. I had a brain stroke. And oh. I, uh, Did you lose half of your... Your motor skills at that point? Yeah, that's why I need a ride to the hospital. Oh, man. I mean, what, sir, what, lady, I, I, I won't ask, but I wish we could help you. We now, Excuse me, young man. I am a ma'am, okay. and I expect you to call me a ma'am or a miss and be polite about it. Yes. This ain't no joke. Yes, ma'am. Um... Now, uh, little Jimmy, do you have any help here? I'm trying to get this poor woman um, a ride, and I, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? We need um, help for this poor old woman. Old. Now who the heck is little Jimmy? Um, little Jimmy's a special guest here in the studio tonight. Studio? I thought I was talking to the taxi service. Oh no, this is not taxi service. I'm afraid you have the wrong number, ma'am. No. I try to use this conflabbing new phone of mine, and I want to call the call the Better Days Taxi Service. But I, I know the number. Uh, you got their number? And what's their number, little Jim? Nine one one. 
Oh, All right, I'll try that. Thank you very much. Ma'am, don't be fooled by him. He's, he's going to get you in trouble. All right. Have a nice night. All right. I love you. See you at home. All right. You too, young man. I'm going to go call uh, that number you gave me. Uh, I thought you already hung up. You're supposed to hang up. All right, have a nice night now. We're waiting for a very important caller. I think I just made an old Hi. woman again. <laughs> Serious trouble. Oh, that poor old lady. Oh, little Jimmy, what have I you done? I feel happy for myself. Little Jimmy, what have you done? I don't know, All it's right. like the right number. What is going on? Almost cannoners. Nick has been here the whole time, actually. It's weird. He just wasn't saying anything that, when that lady called. Yeah, that was... got oof. I was real freaked out. I didn't know what was going on. I feel real bad for her. She seemed to be in some trouble, and now she's going to be getting in trouble with the law. All thanks to Little Jim. Yeah. I don't... I'm, I have no idea what just happened, so... But, uh... Yeah. We had a guest planned, but something happened, and they're not going to be able to come... So we got a last minute guest here, and I think I think it's gonna be a good one, though. Awesome! I've heard some of these stories of his. They're very creepy. I love them. You've never heard them. Yeah, I have. You have not. Don't lie to me. I'm not lying to you. Little Jimmy coming hot out of the gate. Hot. Hot. <laughs> All right, but before that, I told him we'd call him around six, so we gotta be quick here. Oh. Um. I told him we were running a little late, but that's all right. It's time for the movie review. All right, I, I'll, I'll do this really quick. Come on, what do you got? But I got a couple other things, but yeah, that. I watched this movie this weekend called My Best Friend's Exorcism. Whoa! And it was pretty good. Whoa! Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. It's free. Check Jimmy, it out. What, Jimmy, what did you think? Give us a take. He didn't, he didn't watch it. Jimmy did not watch it. No. Okay. Uh, um. My Best Friend's Exorcism. I've heard of my best friend's wedding. Is it like a take on like a like a spoof on it, kind of? Or? It's kind of like a yeah. It's like a horror comedy. A horror comedy. Those yeah. are the best. I like those. Shaun of the Dead, classic horror comedy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. I think it's it more horror than comedy, but it's definitely there's a comedy aspect to it. But all right, a couple other things I wanted to get into. Okay. In in the news. So. Recently, there's this, you know, we're, we've been talking about these balloons, spy balloons, and UFOs, and all this crazy shit what in the skies. What about spy birds? No, not spy birds, just spy balloons. Spy birds is a good idea, though. They should do that. There were spy birds out there. There We'd were? Be fucked. Oh, if there were. If there were. It's called drone. I'm sure there are spy birds out there. Do you know there's a whole um, group of people that believe birds aren't real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that could fall into that probably I'm sure it does somewhere But uh, yeah so this mysterious metal sphere Washed ashore uh, I saw in that Japan. Oh! I think this this balloon thing Has got people freaked out It doesn't seem like it's very much but It's just a buoy like, Come on it? it's a buoy What is it Yeah A buoy It was a buoy uh, And then There's a You know just to To uh, let's get a little serious here for a second. Wait, are we done with the movie review section? Yeah. Wow, we blew right through that. I know. I didn't really have much. I watched. I watched that movie, and then I watched this other one called Beast. Beast. Yeah, with like uh, this killer lion. 
What about that one action. with that, uh, you know, the, the lady with the... The, the guts? The, the what are you talking about? He seems to be extracting guts. That was a while ago. Oops. That was a while ago. What was Oops. it? I forget. Oh, the, the one with the tunnel under the house oh, and the Airbnb Jimmy. thing. You were on that kick last time you came over here, and I think you're referring... <laughs> it really freaked them out, I think. That Boops. old lady that was down there and, like, yeah. knocked, knocked the dude out yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boops. Yeah, with her... her yeah. Big <laughs> she was She was very topless, it's true. That's just... That's what you get when you don't wear a bra for a hundred years. She was naked, right? Yeah. Just very naked and wrinkly. <laughs> all right, mm, all right, all right. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> to get serious for a minute here... So and 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 we had almost can we had almost can in here we uh we're nothing if not serious and we definitely don't take political sides or get <gasps> into political shit at all. Nick, you be careful. But uh, I just wanted to, to so this past President's Day, you know, or what the hell was uh President's Day? What was the holiday that just went by? That was President's Day. You're right. Was it okay? Yeah. So I thought. Uh, so. We all know who Marjorie Taylor Greene is, obviously. She's she's a rock star. I don't know. She's in the, the news all the time. Yeah. She made this sweet tweet. And I'm going to read it to you, all right? Sweet. Oh, cool. It's the tweet corner. Yeah. Tweet, <laughs> tweet corner. Caroline. We got to start doing a tweet corner. Ooh. Bum, bum, bum. That could be, we could do a tweet, Caroline, and that'll be the theme <laughs> song. I like it. Tweet, Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. All right. You guys are Tweet corner. All right. So this was a tweet by Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh-oh. We need a national divorce. We need a separate We need to separate by red states and blue states and shrink the federal government. Everyone I talk to says says this from the sick and disgusting woke culture issues shoved down our throats to the Democrats traitorous America last first the traitors America last policies we are done man I tell you we divorce US <laughs> from US and then suddenly we get ourselves into a situation there's more trouble than you even want to stick a pin in because it's gonna be war I don't know no, man Padre. that just that just freaks me out a little bit I'm thinking right now about what a normal American would look like all I'm thinking is an old man with a shotgun, but he has um. I'm thinking an old lady overalls. with boobs. <laughs> You're not too far off, but yeah, no. I just wanted to bring that tweet up because you know, civil war is obviously a, a conspiracy, conspiratorial uh, topic. I mean, are, we cover topics like those. So, are, are we coastal elites? Uh, I feel like we're yeah, coastal elites. So. I don't want to be a coastal elite. I don't even know what a coastal elite is, but it sounds good. That's what we are. I think the country is more homogenized than she's giving it credit for. Like, there's some pretty redneck-ass, like, libertarian people all over the country. And just, like, there's, like, liberal people all over the country, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's really dumbing it down, obviously, when she goes, like, let's take all the Midwestern and, like, middle-of-the-country states... Yeah, she's pretty much just speaking for her own people, you know. But still, I mean, when when a House member calls for succession, you know, yeah. it's pretty serious. So, Yeah, but she's such a buffoon, man. Ooh, sorry, we're not supposed to take sides. She's <laughs> yes. A, she's, she's very popular, obviously. I don't know. All right. Fuck and one last thing I want to get in. This is, this is cool. This is cool. 
Yeah. So we covered Civil War Gold way, way back. Ah, oh, that's right. Episode two. Whoa. Were we ever that young? <laughs> Apparently. God. But uh, so this is what this is a a news article from from February 18th, and I was reading it, and it's about this this Civil War Gold that was that was rumored to be in this place, Dense Run, Pennsylvania, right? Okay. So this this was gold, a treasure that was rumored to be forever. And this treasure hunter, you know, he got some some real good information on it, and he brought that information to the FBI, right? And I'm just Why? I'm just bringing all this up by uh, from the back of my mind. I didn't really look into it, but I know the story. So because he wanted he wanted to do it right, he wanted this to be done right. I think it was on federal property. Ooh. So he wants to do it by the books. So okay. he brings this information to the FBI. And they're like, oh, cool, yeah, let's go. Let's go dig this up, right? So they go, they, and he brings the FBI to the, the area. And they do all these tests. And they're like, oh, I think someone's down there. And they're like, yeah, it is. It's definitely down there. Like the treasure hunters. Like, it's there. I fucking know it. And um, so the FBI, they're like, okay, we'll dig it. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. And we'll do it together, right? Man, and this so is making sense. the FBI sense. En- ends up <laughs> digging it. Without the treasure hunter there. What? Yeah. And then they recover whatever was there. And then they bring the guy up. And then they re-dig it. And they're like, see, nothing's there. Wait a minute. They re-dig it? Like, they cover yeah, they, up So the this is what the guy said happened. Like, oh my God. he's like, they dug it. And they recovered what was there. And they, you know, the, the FBI, the government, they promised this treasure hunter some of the the treasure. I'm trying to figure out what movie this is right now. No, 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 no. This really happened. This really happened. No. And um, in this news article that was released just a couple weeks ago, uh, let's see here. The court ordered release of a trove of government photos, ma- uh, videos, maps, and other documents involving the FBI's secretive search of Civil War era gold. Has a treasure hunter more convinced than ever of a cover up? Like, so the the FBI was just ordered to, you know, show all this this documents from their uh, Dent Run dig. Okay. Uh, I sh- I didn't really I just skimmed the article real quick, but um. So yeah, it's there, and they dug it. Check this out. What'd they get? Well, I'd have to look through they the got- article even more. Come on. They got kittens. Kittens. Happy happy ending. Yay. Wow. They dug up a bunch of kittens. It sounds a little spooky, actually. <laughs> oh, underground kittens. Dented run. Dense run. Dense run. Huh. I'm trying I'm to find running. something here I can read really quick. I'm running on a dent. Ha. <laughs> You're running out of dent. I don't get it. Come on, Jim. No one wouldn't get it. No, it's probably way too too <laughs> oh, many. Oh, see, levels. so this guy right here. He says the FBI dug it at night while they weren't there. Dug it. And then they came back the next day to re-dig it. Um, let's see. Let's go all the way to the bottom here. <gasps> John Lennon predicted this back in 1970. <laughs> he was like, the FBI and the CIA. Dig it. Please don't make dig a it. whole entire song about this. That's the whole song, basically. But yeah, well, no. I'm just saying, dig it, dig it. That's it. They do that a lot. Just say, dig it over and over again. The uh, 
The dense run story. That's an interesting story. Uh oh. So you were talking about government officials again, and I'll tell you, man, this thing is just like <laughs> I, I had to reinstall the software and everything. Yeah, it's just like really shaky right now, but she's holding together. All right, all right, let, let let's call him. Let's call our our guest here. I okay. know the guest. He's my I love him. He's my best friend. Uh, okay, we're we're calling Jimmy's best friend apparently. Well, okay, so this our guest tonight. He is, I guess you could call him my stepfather-in-law. He's my my wife's mom's husband. Wife's mom's Papa. husband. Little Jimmy's papa. 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 Wow. Okay. All right. Good afternoon. Good evening. This is our guest. His name's Ethan, and we're going to talk about some ghost stories that he had happened to him when he was younger. It's going to be pretty creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's as good as I got. Right, we'll see how it goes. That's a great intro. I like it. <laughs> it was creepy for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet. I heard, I've heard some of these stories before, and they were, like, super creepy, so. Yeah. I'm all set right now, hon. Sorry, guys. Nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> my wife's talking to me. Um, yeah, so uh, when I was five years old, my parents uh, bought a house in South Wyndham, Vermont. It was built in uh, 1891 or 1889. I don't remember. It was an old farmhouse. And we moved in there, and at the age of five years old, uh, it was always a strange place. My father and mother were always working on it, trying to make it a home. A home, and uh, uh, things were always off. We were always disrupting things, you know, uh, you know, because we were working on the house. And um, I can remember at a young age, you know, seeing things that seemed strange. Uh, uh, as I grew older, uh, it changed, you know, from being things that you thought were just seemed strange, seeing something to hearing things, you know, um, uh, you know, I lived on the second floor, you know, my bedroom was on the second floor of the house. Yep. And, uh, you could hear the steps, you know, of someone walking up and down the stairs Ooh. And then it, it graduated to someone, you know, slamming on the bedroom door, you, oh, know, like, like, uh, you know, like banging on your on door. The, yeah. Pounding on the door of the bedroom. Ooh, Ethan, and, how, how old were you when you first like started hearing that? Well, from the age of five, I, I want to say around seven or eight years old, you know, is uh, when it started to really get heightened, you know, getting close to um, my age. And it was, you know, it was very frightening, you know, it led to anxiety, you know, to not only to myself, my little brother, you know, and I wasn't the only one that saw things or heard things. My sisters lived at the house, you know, and they were much older than me and, and they would see things and hear things. And, um, you know, we slept with the bedroom light on, we slept in the same bed, my little brother and I. You know, and I was always mad because he would fall asleep before me, you know, and, and, you know. Lucky uh, little guy. I had the same (laughs) thing with my little brother, man. He would fall asleep like a, like a rock and I would be up all night. Yep. Just scared, you know, and I mean, it was really freaky, you know, and, and, uh, and then, you know, um, as I, like I said, I grew older, you know, around the age of eight or nine, you know. Uh, things became more relevant, you know, I mean, it wasn't, you know, just our, you know, an old house making noises, you know, or, Mm. or, you know, uh, 
someone playing games or tricks with you, you know, uh, that you actually saw things, you know. Um, there what did was you, a gray, yeah, what did you see? Um, there was the gray lady, you know. Um, the gray lady? And, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, that sounds really scary. Old, you know, and you could see her, you know, and... Wait, describe and her. She, I gotta... She wasn't scary, you know. She didn't, like, you know, scare me so much as as the dark man did, you know. And he was an older farmer with a, you know, a flat-brimmed hat, you know, all the way around. And and he stood off in the corner and he was always grimacing and Whoa. and very frightening. And it wasn't something that uh, you just woke up and you kind of blinked your eyes and saw. It was something that was there for minutes, you know. Like in your room with you? or, or In the room, yeah. Oh. As an image, yeah. Uh, in different parts of the houses. In, in, in the house. And then... Um, Later on in life, when I became like 10 or 11 years old, I can remember going downstairs to, to get a drink of water, you know, from the kitchen and uh, in the middle of the night. And all the drawers and the cupboards just started opening and closing randomly. Crazy. What? Clapping and smashing and, and crashing, you know, and the silverware banging and... You know, I can remember just screaming at the top of my lungs, you know, like, get out, you know, and oh my, my parents found me in the in the kitchen with all the cupboards and in the, the drawers askew. Whoa. You know? And, uh, you know, later on, you know, we were always involved in the church, you know, at a young age. And even as I grew older and um, we actually became friends with the minister, you know, who would come over for suppers and stuff on the weekends and stuff and he, he he actually blessed the house and and blessed the people that resided within it and and after that it all subsided you know to the point where there was nothing did he the, did he do that at your request or i mean did you ask him to at my parents request i believe yes really? and they, they discussed it and talked about it yeah. And it wasn't a Catholic priest or anything of that nature, you know. He was a reverend, you know, in a congregational church, you know, that we had helped restart, you know, or my parents had helped restart, you know, in South Windham, Vermont, and, uh, and, uh, which was right down the road. I mean, like you could walk to it within sure. two minutes. Sure, That's I know. It's like right, right down the road from where we are now, pretty I mean, much. Yeah, I know it's, what you mean. Uh, right there, you know, and, uh, and he came up and blessed the house, you know, and we all held hands at the table, at the, at the dining room table, the whole family. And, uh, he blessed the house and, uh, it, it did, it, it stopped, you know, and I bought the house after my parents retired and I lived there for years until I'd sold it. And about a year and a half ago, it was demolished. It fallen into disrepair and oh wow, it was, it was gone, but. There's so much to it, you know. I mean, I could keep going on and on, but it's like that's just a small summary of what you know we endured, you know, as kids, and 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 even my parents, you know, who would try to like, you know, live with it, you know, as and 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 kind of pawn it off, you know, as nothing right. to us kids. But even my older siblings, who are, are ten years older or more than I am. You know, they've they lived with it as well, and they've seen it. You know, and and they have stories of it as well. You know, and did you guys all see the same uh, kind of wrath-like figures that were appearing, or like? Yeah, my my sister Iona, 
um, actually can, you know, profess to that as well, you know, that she's seen the gray lady when she gave birth to her daughter, Emily, you know, she was in a bassinet right next to the bed where she was sleeping and she woke up one night and the gray lady was sitting there, you know, fondly just looking over this little Emily, you know, that was, was, that, at, was that at a different location though? That must've been somewhere else, right? Same house. Same house. Oh, it was in the it's house. Different, okay. Different, different bedroom, you know? Wow. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Wow. So I've heard a lot of stories, um, like this. And a lot of times they talk about blessing the house and the home. Like, so how does, how do they go? Do you remember how they went about doing that? I can remember it vividly just sitting around the dining room table in the dining room, which was a very big room and we all held hands, you know, and, and, uh, I can remember the reverend, you know, blessing the house. And I don't recall whether or not, you know, he went around with holy water or anything like that. I don't remember anything like that. Did he seem to think yeah. that it was like a, a case of possession? You know, where he talked, where he just spoke out loud, very loudly, you know, and, you know, and he, he spoke, you know, about how he wanted to bless his house and, you know, to ask, you know, the spirits that resided in it to not, you know, give us grief, you know, kind of in a, a short summary, you know what I mean? Like yep. to. Was he was he considering it to be like possessed or some kind of demonic presence? Or what, do you know? I don't think it was demonic in any way because I mean, even though the, the cupboards and the drawers and all that stuff, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, I can just remember it happening. You know, I can remember it vid vividly. You know, mm. right. still, you know, it, it raises the hairs on my arms and the back of my neck to talk about it. But oh, I bet. I bet. I bet. You know, it, I know it, it, was, it was very much real. It wasn't some like sleep paralysis or, right. or, 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 you know, a dream of a young child, right. you know? Yeah, you all experienced it. It was incredibly real, you know? And I won't ever forget it. Aww. But. Um, so the, the old man with the hat. Yeah. The dark man. Yeah. The dark man. The yeah. dark man. Dark man. That that's very interesting to me because a lot of people also that I've I've also, so I've, I have, I've listened to tons of stories and that seems to be a figure that always shows up. Mm -hmm. And that he was very he was very much a farmer, you know what I mean? You know, I could call him the dark man. He was dark and he was always in the corner, what? or that he was he was looming over us for a, a brief point, but then he would be in the corner. What he, what was, he was a farmer. He had that flat rimmed, you know, like, I don't want to say Amish type hat, but, you know. Right. And then the suspenders and the black coat and then, you know, regular pants, not like, you know, it, they were like, I wouldn't want to say jeans, you know what I mean? But like, uh, yeah, you know, they were farmer pants, farmer pants, really, <laughs> you know, what, they what were like, he what wasn't kind of vibe did he give off? Was he did did he seem uh, did he seem threatening scary. to you or incredibly threatening, scary, really? Um, you know, like he was looking at you like with hatred in his eyes. Or can you can you see his almost almost just like incredibly menacing? You know, yeah, ooh, and, and could, scary to the point where you just shut your eyes, you know, and oh. and, and cringe, you know. But he would never move toward you. He would just stay there in the corner. No, nope, always in the corner. Oh. And um, 
So you described his clothing, but could you see through him? Was he solid? Was he kind of hazy? It, was solid. Was it wasn't dark? like a solid, it wasn't a solid image. And I don't want to say it's something that you could see through either. You know, it right. was, it was, it was light. It was like, I don't, I don't know how to even word it. You know, it was, it was an odd, it, it, it seemed like a full figure, but it was not, you know, it, it was very strange. Yeah, that's like crazy. Re- regular human height we're talking for both him and the... Oh, God. He was very tall. Yeah. You know, and she was, you know, I wouldn't say she was short either, by the way, you know? Were they like gaunt and, and really, you know, skinny and, and, and bedraggled looking or did they have some form to them? No. Well, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say, you know, for the sta- their stature, I would say they were full, you know? Yeah. Wow. Do you, do you think they were like husband and wife? Like they had lived in the house previously? I have no clue. I mean, I, I know the house was owned by the Chapins before it was, you know, our residence. A lot and, of Chapins around these parts. I will I will admit that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They're, 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 they, they reside mostly in Jamaica, Vermont now. But yeah, mm-hmm. they did own the house. And, you know, I talked to old Pug Chapin about it, you know. Oh, and, I know Pug. Uh, sure. Yeah. You know, I worked up on the hill with him up at Stratton, and, you know, he had mentioned the same things growing up. And so didn't his son, who actually ran the excavator that, that pulled the house down, you know, and they finally, you know, oh, tore wow. it all down. Yeah. So they had lived in the house before you? Yep, they did. So then these these wow. figures were there previously, obviously. Yep. It's, it's strange how you had moved in and it took several years like it originally it fell off in the you know for a year or two and the then the house it- the house was unoccupied and it was in a dilapidated state when my my uh, parents bought it right and my father worked on it for a solid almost year before we moved into it yep you know just to be livable and then he continued to work on it for years and years you know to make it even more livable right a lot of times you hear stories of of houses um feeling weird and how you know like there's almost some sort of presence and then when they start renovating it like my mom and i always talked about it you know and father my father as well that you know almost disturbing the house right you know yeah you know kind of awakened the spirits you know resided within it yep did you guys ever check uh, into the history of the property? Like like any, any weird things that went as, down? As far back as going back to the Chapins, I don't know anywhere farther behind that. And that was going back to the 1940s. But I know that when my father, you know, started to clear the land and, you know, make lawns out of things that we, we found, you know, gravestones and things of that nature, you know. Oh, wow. Which was a bit odd, but right. there yeah. are there are some dark uh, moments in history, especially around Jamaica and Wyndham over the last century. I, I'd say I we're mean, ac- yeah, we're actually the studio is in Jamaica. I didn't know. I don't know if you knew that, but we're right in Jamaica right now. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Yeah. So I do know a lot of the people you're talking about, or you know, their offspring, and um, yeah. I just I, I I am not a, a native of this t- this town, but I, I know people who are. And they've described some shit that's gone down over the last, oh, maybe 50 years or more that has mm-hmm. been very, um, you know, murdery and stuff like that. So 
may, I don't know if that's any way, in any way involved, but I'm sure there are some restless spirits around these parts. I think that's just what it comes down to, that people did did pass away at that homestead, you know? Sure. And I, I just think that's what it was, you know? I mean, they were just restless spirits, you know? And and us, you know, coming in there and 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 working on that house, you know, kind of awoken the spirits, you know? Sure. I was always afraid to go up to the, you know, the upstairs, you know, all the way up to the attic, mm. the top attic, because there was nothing up there but a, an old, you know, trunk, you know, like a, a you know, a chest. Yikes. And I, and, and uh, when they tore down the house, <clears throat> they had taken that chest out and they'd put it on the ground. And the neighbor said, I don't, I, I you know, I talked to him about it. You know, and how I was seen that chest, and I never dared to go up there, even as a young adult when I owned the house. And he said, "I bet you don't dare to open that chest." And I said, "Well, I got a few beers in me. I'll open that thing." And I kicked it open. <laughs> oh, there was no. nothing in it. Oh. There was absolutely nothing in the chest. So, you know, the chest? no excitement there or anything. But well, that's worse yeah, than I mean, if there's I was a... afraid, even at you know. Hell, you know, I'm 48 years old. It took a lot of courage for me just to open that thing up, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, that really is the the gist of things, you know? It's a, it's a, it's a short summary with a, not a lot of history involved in it, but, you know, but uh, it, it is what I experienced, you know? And uh, it, it definitely had an impact on my life. And you have not seen any of those figurines since. You haven't seen the dark man or the, or the lady. Ever. Wow. Nothing, nothing, and nothing ever since the house was blessed. Nothing. Do you ever dream about them, or like, do they come to you ever in any? Well, way? I mean, I had lots of dreams about it as a kid, you know. But I mean, yeah. to be honest with you, you know, I, as an adult, you know, I, I kind of put that stuff out of my mind, and right, yeah, no, not really, not at all. Well, that's that's good then. Yeah, sounds like they were put to rest that day. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you that it was a very realistic thing that I lived through, you know, and and uh, I wish I could blame it on a creaky old house or the dog walking up and down the stairs or something like that, but it wasn't, you know. It hmm. it was really something else, you know. Wow. Yeah, that that part with the banging on the doors and the the drawers opening oh, yeah. that, that freaks me out the most you know nearly you nearly crap your pants man you know does it make you so living through something like that does that make you in your everyday current life feel more um like these things do exist you know i don't know how to put it but like absolutely yeah. i mean I, I will be perfectly honest with anybody I, I i experienced this i know what i experienced and and it is absolutely real yeah. It's real to me. And it's real to my siblings, you know, that sure. are still alive, you know, that they they lived through it as well. And they've had their experiences. Yeah, I mean, I guess going through something like that, it would really make a believer out of you, right? I mean, mm. you have no choice. <laughs> it's happening to you. I, I would yeah. imagine if, I, if my drawers started opening and closing and banging and crazy shit like that started happening to me in my life right now i don't know what i would possibly do with myself <laughs> like that would, I, oh. you freeze for a moment and then you you scream at the top of your lungs for your parents or whoever <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i did at 10 11 years old you right. know i mean oh. i did yeah I'd, I'd have to call for my dog i guess 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, cool. Yeah, thanks. Hey, you guys are welcome. I'm going to go grab some dinner. All right, Ethan. Yeah, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Love you. We really appreciate it. You're absolutely welcome. Yeah, thanks a lot. That was awesome. All right. Bye-bye. Love you, Papa. Bye-bye, Papa. (laughs) Well, that was a chilling tale, was it not? Yeah, man, I told you. I told you it was pretty creepy. uh, I think it was on Holden's birthday. I I brought up the podcast and how we talked about weird things, and he was like, I got a story for you. And he starts telling me. I'm like, well, oh, my God, dude, we have to have you on the podcast. That's a first hand account of some really spooky paranormal stuff yeah wow and and i'll tell you right now this is a guy who he doesn't make shit up like i mean obviously you don't know him i have no reason to doubt him. i know him and he's not someone who's just gonna make up a uh you know a bullshit story all right ladies and gentlemen you heard it and i know nick he's not bullshitting so this person is telling and i've even talked to his sister who he briefly mentioned and she told me some you know stories too she corroborated it right i mean and i we probably won't be able to get her on the podcast obviously but and that's all right but uh but uh yeah so she definitely she added to the stories Oh man, yeah, I don't know. That's that's I've never seen anything like actual figures appearing in my Top bedroom. Hat man. But the thought of things Top Hat Man. Oh my god. Little Jimmy drew a rendition of the the horrifying um dark man. Right. And that is that's another thing that gets me is this he doesn't okay, so you know, a lot of times people who tell these stories on different podcasts, I get the feeling that they're you know, they're into this stuff and they're looking this stuff up. They're watching TV shows about this stuff, you know? Right. Ethan, I, Ethan's not like that. I didn't get that sense from and him. He was just fact, like, here's my story. Right. And the fact that he's talking about this hat man instantly grabbed my attention. The hat man is like something that pops up in so many encounters. So many people have encounters with this hat man mm. and i'm like boom that instantly when he when he when i heard the story about the the dark man with the hat i was like holy shit that's the hat man that's creepy that's, yeah so that's the thing that happens me out to the car today father <laughs> i'm not carrying you to the car hold yes on. you are poor little jim i know he's really, i told him he was gonna get creeped out it's not even halloween yet but uh yeah so the hat man and then I know that he called the lady the gray lady. Yeah, gray lady, right, right. And I know in a lot of other stories, we always hear about the lady in white, you know, the lady the with the white dress. Yeah. I should, uh, now that I'm thinking of it, we should have asked him what she really looked like. But I, that was, yeah, we should have pressed down a little bit for more details on the, the appearance of these things, but they almost sound like archetypes of spirits, you know, like right. the old man, the old lady, like. Yep. In there, like sh- gray, like in- shrouded um, appearance. It's like it's all. It's like a it's like a Hollywood archetype, right? But it must be an archetype for a reason, right? That reason being, they exist. They exist. These people have like are uh, these spirits are somehow still tethered to a world where we can interact with them or see them at least. I don't now know. I wonder if there's any way to find where this property is. Like, I don't, really, I don't know if I want to ask him where he was or not. But then, like, look into the history and find out who these people are. Because it sounds like, sounds like, 
whoever these spirits were, they were there before, you know, Ethan and his family lived there. Right. But this other family you guys were talking about. The Chapins. Right. I almost don't want to um, get too specific with them because they, right, they yeah. are real No, we people. don't have to. But uh, but it sounds like they knew about them, obviously. And I, Yeah, I wonder what the history of that land is. Right. And why these specific spirits, that, the, the hatted man, the lady. I don't know. And then there's the fact that the the blessing worked. That that's weird, right? The block. She's not. The there's kid. so many explanations for why the blessing could have worked that don't have to do with like exorcism or like the, right, right, like the intervention of the church. You know, it could just be the <clears throat> a placebo effect kind of thing where like um, just because they think the house is now blessed, they don't see the spirits anymore or have those things happen to them, or the fact that they just simply called them out, told them to leave. And you so know? they really did get exercised, possibly. Right, but not in not in a necessarily, you know, Catholic no, way. No, yeah, no. More I, like they lift some weights. Exercise. Oh, Jim. <laughs> With the pun work. Excellent, excellent. Um, yeah, maybe they got banished and moved on to some other property, you know? I mean, how oh, could... Mama. How could it... Uh, I want to know how a priest coming on t- into a property or a minister or whatever and saying some words can have the power to dispel these right. things there. So. Now, I know you aren't necessarily for, and I'm not either. I mean, I'm, I've never been a part of the church. I don't, oh, it's such a confusing topic. I'm like, not anti-church. I just, I just want to find a reason why that could happen without it being, you know, a thing about And this is a topic religion, that really gets me, like, like, I really wonder about this at night. Like, I actually wonder about this. Like, um... Well, you put your faith in, like, the Fae religion, right? Almost. Like, that's... You you, you believe that the, that is a true... I would like to think that, yeah, that, you religion, know... Religion, it could just be whatever you want it to be, man. It doesn't have to be, like, you're subscribed to this certain right. faith. No, you don't know. Yeah. Like, I'd like to believe that, like, fallen angels and demons are, you know, like... Fey angels are fit, are actually really fey I could beings. See it. I could see it. Demons are like evil fey beings, stuff like that. But you know, when you hear these stories about exorcisms and Catholic priests exorcising demons out of people through words, mm. there's there's something behind it. I don't know. I I haven't figured it out because I'm not necessarily for that religion well there not is not necessarily for any religion but there, i think there is power there is power in the incantations that they say it. you know wh- whether or not it, like you have to put a label on it of whether it's you know christian or muslim or jewish right. or buddhist or any you know no Father. labels labels aside it's just the power of the incantation itself Father. Well, yeah, what's yeah, what's exactly. behind the Could words be possibly Father. i don't know but i like to think i mean i didn't even put this together but until we um until you just said that but Maybe this property in South Wyndham that he lived on, that Ethan lived on, was um, one of those areas where the, the veil right. between the two worlds is like especially right. thin. Thin, you know? yeah, could be. I don't know if this... It's interesting. I'd, I'm j- I'd be real interested to find where this house is. Maybe I'll just ask him. You should just ask him. Yeah. I mean, if it's... There's obviously no house there anymore. Right, it got plowed over. I don't know if they probably didn't develop it. Or maybe it's rebuild the house. I don't know, but... I mean, Wyndham's not a huge... There's what? One road? <laughs> that one road? I'm, I'm pretty sure it was, it was up on the hill there. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know? It's up there that's, somewhere. That's, that's South Wyndham. There's not much right, else to yeah. it. <laughs> that one road with a couple side roads. Right. Oh, 
I, you know what? I, I have a couple friends that I could ask about it too because I have a friend who lives in South Wyndham. Um, he's a really good bass player if he's listening. What's up, dude? Uh, he's probably not. <laughs> but wow, that would be cool to figure that out. Right. Just to see just what kind of see. history goes on. Or when I'm hungry. Jim. Oh, jeez. Oh, he's coming. Get a Snickers. That's right. You're not yourself when you're hungry, Jim. Snickers. Oh, my God. I've, I was thinking about doing a, a coconut curry shrimp with white rice Shit. today, but I didn't do it. That's I la- pretty ambitious. I got huh? lazy. Yeah, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I just sat around, got totally zooted, and played my guitar and drums for like two hours. It was so baller, dude. Oh, my God. I fucking shred. I'm not going to lie. All right, sorry. It's no, no, that's fine. I mean, we don't. That was that's pretty much all I I got. Too much bragging. All this, right, this episode. I mean, it's real short. We're like, gonna have to call this a mini so dude. We're not even breaking an hour. I don't know what I like. It's I'm, okay. We don't need to drag it out, man. It's like it's okay just to have a shorty. I mean, I did all this other research towards the other guests right, we were right. gonna have. I know, I know. I knew I should have done research in a separate topic, but. I all right, well, th- okay, that guest, if you know who you are, if you're listening, and we got to get you in here, and um, no more excuses, man. We need this um, trifecta. No, he of- said he said a couple people, they called out of work, of his other job. Oh, the job, to that, tonight. the job where he was going to bring us stuff from it? Yeah. Okay, I hope he gets that code, too, because <laughs> there's a little code in that one. So, he, yeah, he said he they called out, something happened, and he had to go in, so... No, no worries, no worries. Um, but yeah, that's just a shorty, and uh, we'll pick it up next week. And it was good, though. I think that was good. It was that was creepy. a good story. Yeah, yeah. that guy, uh, Ethan. Thanks again, Ethan. That Everyone was everyone uh... giving claps. And Jimmy, thank you for being here in the studio again. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> I'll be here next time. Oh Jesus! Sounds no, like I don't think you will. Ay ay ay. Ay ay Let's just. Uh, there's actually one other thing I wanted to bring up. Do it. So. We got our first paid Wait, is, listener. Is this off the wall? Oh, okay. No, 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 no. We got our first paid listener, this y'all. on the wall. Come on. Where, where's everyone else? Let's go. Thank Line you. up. We did. Thank Nick is, is saying that somebody, one of our, 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 our fans, chose to donate voluntarily <laughs> to fund Almost Canon. And Woo! it was so gratifying give, to see give that. Give us $2 and little Jimmy will be back on now, the next Now, we will episode. probably start a Patreon eventually. And that'll get yeah. you all sorts of bonus content, including the lost episodes with little Jimmy. Yep. And, and the episodes where little Jimmy just hosts it. And, <laughs> and we sit back and let him do the, the lifting. And, uh, and we, got, we got plenty of stuff. I, I know I've got plans for this summer. Um, but yeah, but... We need those. We need those ratings and reviews, people. Follow us, subscribe, like us, Instagram, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. You can find Almost Canon. Like our, we are triple. Like I don't even know what it is, but our listeners we're doubling, tripling every week. We're, it's exponential. Yeah, we're just growing and growing, but nobody's leaving reviews. It's very important. We need these reviews. We need these ratings. It's embarrassing. You it people are embarrassing us, us. How dare you listen and not leave a review? That's right. No. If you're listening and you're not leaving a review, stop right now and never listen again. Stop, drop, oh, I don't drop. know if I should say that, actually. <laughs> Just kidding. You should still listen. But do it. <laughs> yeah, like, we're, we're going places, man. We just brought you this real creepy fucking story. Oh, and that's true stuff. Yeah. I have creepy stories to Jimmy, in my also, phone. You guys know. Jimmy's got stories for days. I, I for gotta, days. I got a, I got um 
Like no, Jimmy's three, more knowledgeable than than you, three, would, you would think. No, I know he is. I can tell. Stories in, in my on my phone. One's about Christmas. He likes to listen Once to creepy. About, um, he likes to listen to creepy stories and play creepy games on his phone. And then he can't walk to the kitchen by himself shut in up. the dark. Shut up! Night. Shut up! I don't blame him in this house. <laughs> we know that there's some unexplained. Don't listen to him. He's but just kidding you. Yeah, He's on <laughs> You did. I did. I did notice that you said you'd have to call for your dog. Yeah, that was a little Easter egg oh. for sharp-eared listeners out there. It was a callback. I don't know something. But yeah. Um. So, are there spirits in the hills of South Windham? Oh, there's spirits all yes. around these parts, Nicholas. I think that's almost canon. There's spirits when I see the spirits. I grab out my shotgun and shoot them down. Thank you.